Welcome to The Central Garden. I am the Central Seductress, owner and operator of The Central Garden, also known as Mistress Alluring in the BDSM kink circles or community. My podcast has adult content. It is not intended for children. If you are not at least 18 years of age or older, please find something else to do. My podcast is not safe for work. And it's not safe for speakerphone if you're not in the car or with other adults. So please respect the little people and not share this with them. And now, let's get into it. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Just depends on wherever you're listening from. Y'all, it has been an amazing weekend, which is why I'm podcasting on a Monday versus a Sunday. So, kudos to me. Well, wait, let me say this. Happy Pride Month to everyone who participates, whether you're loud and proud whether you're still trying to figure it out, whether you are making the necessary adjustments, wherever you are in your journey, happy Pride Month. Know that you are loved, you are appreciated, you are seen, you are heard, you are valued. There is a space and a place for you. With that being said, kudos to me. I attended my very first Pride event this weekend. It was Mid-South Pride. I was a vendor in the red zone, which was for the 18 and older or 21 and older. I'm not quite sure. So I had my products out there. And... I also did wax demos, which really warmed my heart because the way that I do wax is not the same way that a lot of people do wax because I don't use candles. And I did three demos. They were well received. I was over the moon excited because... My submissive slash girlfriend, she came to Pride, and I did not think we would be able to spend any time together because this was her friend's weekend. She was hanging out with her bestie, and so I was expecting to see her, speak to her, get a hug, and then, yeah, not see her again. And I I was good with it because this was something that they had pre-planned, but y'all... I got the surprise of my life. She stayed in the red zone with us for a while. And she demoed for me. She was my second demo. We did wax uh, on her back and I flogged the wax off. That 
melted my heart because we were allowed to celebrate our first pride event together. So y'all know I was giddy, 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 giddy. <laughs> I was giddy, 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 giddy. So it was cool. Uh, the costumes that I saw were amazing. The people were absolutely amazing. It was so much love, respect, support. I mean, I'm not talking about people grouped off in their own little groups. I'm talking it was the energy was so high and it was so filled with nothing but positivity. If you didn't have a good time at Mid-South Pride, I don't know where you were. And though I did not leave the red zone, I could hear like they had the band playing. They were doing some reggae and stuff like that. They had a show that from the sound of it, it was well received. There was so many businesses out there in support of Pride. It was y'all, it was just amazing. And from what I heard, it was like three people outside protesting. Well, it was outside anyway, but outside of the event protesting. How can you protest positivity? That's the part that I didn't get. How can you protest love? So what if it's the same gender or same sex? It's love. How, how can you protest that? How can you be against that? How can you be against people walking in their authentic truth? Living their truth. I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. And I'll keep saying I don't get it. But anyway, so on Friday, King Club 901 had a class that was led by the amazing Freak Nasty. And it was um, about creating safe spaces. I learned a lot because there were some terms that I didn't know what they meant. So I learned a lot in that. Um, it's weird coming from my generation. I don't know if I've mentioned this to y'all or not, but I want to say the first time I heard the word lesbian, I was a teenager. I mean, sure. My aunt came around. She had a girlfriend. They introduced us to her. And that was it. That was it. I am in awe that the generation now, they're taking back the words that was so derogatory and so demeaning. And they're taking back their power. And making those words positive and celebratory and stuff like that. I admire them for that. 
Whereas for me and my generation, if I'm not mistaken, I think I'm Generation X. I'm not sure. Whatever. I was born in 75. Y'all tell me. There are still words that I I cringe when I hear them. Because they've always had a negative connotation. I heard the word bulldagger a lot growing up. And I hate that word. And I know hate is a strong word, but I just, ooh, that word just does something to my soul. And it's weird because when I would hear it, it would be from other women in the neighborhood, of course, when they've been drinking and sitting out on the porch and they're reliving their golden days. But they were talking about, one lady in particular was talking about uh, taking care of her kids and all that. She was like, yeah, I used to bulldog and all of this. And I was like, uh, okay. So don't like that word. Mm-mm. The word fag. Oh my God. Mm. The word sissy. Nope. Mm-mm. 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 And being in the kink community, a lot of submissive men want to be called sissy. Or a sissy boy. Yeah, I I can't fix my... mm -mm. I can't fix my mouth to say that. It's nothing against them. It's just the word. The way the word was given to me in my younger days, it just does not... mm -mm. Yeah, it's going to take a minute. (laughs) It's going to take a minute for me to uh, retrain my brain to not so much accept the word because i accept it and people can be and call themselves whatever they want to be and call themselves but yeah i'm not ready to jump on the train if that makes any sense if that makes any sense and i respect everybody for who they are Whatever title you give yourself, I respect you. But yeah, some words I just cannot bring myself to use. Again, it's nothing against you. It's just me. But I'm a work in progress to unlearn some things. You know, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. But when I tell y'all, it was just... I don't know. It just, I don't want to say it felt like an escape from the real world. But it was an event where there was no pressure. You didn't have to conform. You didn't have to water yourself down. You could be as flamboyant as you wanted to be or as cool and laid back as you wanted to be. There was no judgment. You weren't put in a box. You didn't have to walk around and explain yourself. 
It was beautiful. And I am truly thankful for being allowed to be in the space. And then I started feeling weird because I was like, oh, goodness, I don't have a flag or anything. I had on a black jumpsuit. I was like, oh, I don't have anything to represent me. And so happened one of my friends, she had the uh, bisexual flag. So she tied it around my waist as a uh, like a belt. I was like, OK, now I belong. And a friend of mine looked at me and she said, you always belong. I said, yeah, but I ain't had nothing to represent. Like, I feel like I belong because it didn't dawn on me to wear anything representative of who I am. It just didn't dawn on me. Yeah, I know. Sounds crazy. Girl, you know you was going to pride. Why didn't you? Look. Two and two did not equal four that day. My brain has been on a... My brain been on a hiatus since the surgery. So, yeah. But... Just to see so many people, old, young, black, white, Hispanic, Asian, it was, oh my God, it was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. Now, that was Mid-South Pride. Now, in two weeks, uh... Black Pride happens the weekend of Juneteenth. I would like to attend, but I don't know. I got to see how my finances are running because they have a lot going on. And it's so crazy, y'all. I have been in this lifestyle since my late 20s. But I had no clue. All this stuff goes on. I knew about pride, but I didn't know how big it was. But I didn't know to go on a website and look for this and look for that. Who? Oh, no, I ain't know. And it's crazy. I have a lot of LGBTQ friends, but they participate and uh, do things in their own way. But don't nobody bring me information. So now that y'all listen to my podcast, if y'all my LGBTQ people, bring me the information because sister girl wants to know. I want to know. I want to get out too. They had a big dance party on Friday. They had drive and drag on Thursday. I, I know people who went. They said it was absolutely amazing and fun. Something happened Saturday night. I'm not sure. And I think it was a brunch yesterday. Yeah, I was, mm-hmm. I was asleep. My energy was depleted. <laughs> so I, I didn't do anything yesterday except things that I needed to do around my house or for my house. But I, I just, I cannot stress enough, y'all, that Pride, the Pride event was amazing. And for those that don't understand, can't get with it, that's fine. 
You don't have to understand it. You don't have to get with it. But what you should do, what you must do, what you need to do is respect it. We have enough going on in this fucked up ass world as it is. Who the hell needs to be ostracized any more than what we already are? BIPOC is ostracized for being BIPOC. Handicapped, ostracized for being handicapped. The blind and disabled, ostracized. Come on, y'all. Really? Really? All this gay agenda, stop that BS. There's no agenda. People have been gay, lesbian, and whatever else since the beginning of damn time. There's no agenda. I grew up watching Boy George, learning about Sylvester, George Michael, and and more people. I didn't think it was a gay agenda. I was just like, oh, okay. Cool. Nothing was said. It wasn't, oh, they pushing this on my kids. No. No. Hell, you you see heterosexual stuff day in and day out. Where's the heterosexual agenda? Oh, wait. Because that's considered the right way to do things. Well, by whose standards? By whose standards? And please don't come on my podcast leaving me notes talking about religion. Because, baby, mm-mm, mm-mm. I don't do religion as a talk behavior, but that's a whole nother thing. But really, who am I hurting by loving who I love? I ain't hurting you. I'm not hurting your family. I ain't doing none of that. Because guess what? Who I love is my business. Am I flaunting it in your face? Nope. Am I bringing my bedroom to your house? Absolutely not. But will you see me and my girlfriend out in public? Yep. Will you see me and my boyfriend out in public? Yes, sure will. Will you see all three of us together? I don't know. Could be, could be not. Who's to say? But if you do, guess what? Speak and keep it motherfucking moving. If you don't like it, don't look. It's just that simple. To me, it's just that simple. Respect of person, human decency, human kindness has nothing to do with sexuality, gender, or anything. It's a basic human right. I have a right to step out my door go shopping, go out to dinner, go to the movies, go to the laundromat, go to a concert or wherever the hell I choose to go and be respected. You ain't got to be my friend. 
We don't have to hang out. We don't have to exchange phone numbers. We don't have to talk on the phone. We don't have to do none. Of, we don't have to exchange emails. We don't have to follow each other on social media. But we have to respect each other because guess what? We all live in this society. We all live in this, this big thing called community. So the least you can do is respect somebody. So what you don't like it? Big freaking deal. There's a lot of stuff that goes on that I don't like. But I'm not ostracizing people because I don't like their choices. I'm not protesting because I don't like your choices. I mean, come on. And 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 now I'm about to get mm, to my black people. I'm not going to even say BIPOC. I'm going to say to my black people. Especially. Especially. My black men. A black man being gay has nothing to do with you. You are not the entire black race and they are not the entire black race. Their sexuality has nothing to do with you. It is not an attack of your masculinity. It's not an attack or a put down on the black race. No. Just like you have free will and free choice and you choose to live a heterosexual life, cool. They choose to live a homosexual life. That's fine. He ain't bothering you. So why are you bothering him? I'm just saying. I'm just saying to my black parents. I say this with the utmost respect and love. Stop saying I'm not raising a gay child because you're not. You just raising a child who happens to be gay. That's it. And if your child comes to you and says that they like the same sex, Sit them down and have a conversation. Don't run them to therapy and run them to the church and put them on the morning bench and all of that crazy stuff. Have an open, honest conversation with your child. Talk to them. See where their head is at. Especially if they are... Under, I'll say the age of 13. Have a conversation. If you, notice I said you, i.e. the parent, 
need to seek out some therapy to help you adjust, then you seek out some therapy. But don't you dare take your child to therapy talking about something wrong with them. Nothing wrong with your child. There's nothing wrong with your child. But a conversation should be had. Several conversations. You are your child's first protector. Protect your child. Don't hide your child. I'm not saying parade them around on magazines and all of that. No. Mm -mm. What I'm saying is when your child comes to you and, you and they express that, you have a conversation with your child. You let them know the ins and outs, the do's and don'ts and stuff like that. Like you would have a regular conversation with them if they were trying to date in the heterosexual life. You have a conversation with your child and you keep the lines of communication open and you continue to talk to your child. You help build that child's confidence so that they can become secure in who they are. Don't paint a picture that it's all roses and, and, and rainbows because it's not. There are, <clears throat> excuse me, there are many things that can be a downside. But you prepare them as best you can. But don't hide your child. Don't put your child out. Don't do not do all of that. And I know some people probably going to listen and be like, hey, she don't even know what she's talking about. Mm -mm, she crazy. Now, I ain't doing that. I ain't. That's fine if you don't do it. But guess what? When you deny your child and somebody else has to pick up the pieces, at some point in time, that child is going to come back to you wanting to know why you didn't protect them, why you didn't stick by them. And I know it's hard as a parent. I got three. It's hard to say, I don't understand. Especially to your child, because your child looking at you like you're supposed to have all the answers. But guess what? We don't. But again, this is all my opinion and my perspective. I, I just... I just, I'm not with throwing the child to the wayside. And in the black community, we'll keep the uncle in the family that's feeling on the nieces. Or hell, even the nephews. We'll keep the drug addicted family member that done went through and stole all grandma's stuff and sold it. We'll keep them. We'll keep the alcoholic in the family who wants to get drunk and fight and, and cuss and all of that good stuff. We'll keep them, but we won't keep our LGBTQ people. We throw them away like trash. That ain't cool, y'all. That ain't cool. And again, I get it if you don't understand, and it's okay to not understand. I ran for my sexuality for about 10 years. I did. Because in theory, it sounded good. In practical, it felt good. 
But when you alone with them thoughts, it was like, whoa, did I just do that? And I had to get up to a point in my life where I was like, you know what? I did it. I enjoyed it. I want to do it again. Yep, I want to do it again and again and again, and I'm going to keep doing it. Okay. And it just was. I saw so many bisexual men because they had the flags with them. That was awesome. That was awesome. Because again, to my black people, especially my black women, a lot of us don't believe that there's such thing as a bisexual man, but it is. But it is. Which brings me to a book that I just finished reading a few weeks ago called Bisensual. Y'all should check that out. It's a really good book. It is a really good book. There is a such thing as being a bisexual man. Just like a woman can like a man and a woman. Sexually. Romantically. A man can like a man and a woman. Sexually and romantically. And relationship wise. I know, I know, I know. It's more acceptable for two women to be together or for a woman to be bi, but it's not acceptable for a man. Why not? Give me the logistics of that. You want men out here to accept that you like men and women, but you can't accept the fact that he likes the same too. Hmm. That makes for interesting conversation, but hey, I don't know. I don't know, but that's my TED talk for today. <laughs> I really hope per usual that uh, this sparks a conversation somewhere that this makes you think that maybe I have exposed you to a new way of thinking or seeing things. I really do. I really do hope that uh, all of this anti-LGBTQ stuff would just stop because it makes no sense to me. Oh, and last but not least, if somebody gives you their pronouns, please use them. Try your best to use them. I've come to realize that using a person's pronouns is just like pronouncing somebody's name. Because I get highly offended when I tell you what my name is and you still fuck it up. So that's how we should look at using the pronouns. And if you don't understand it, okay. It's not up to the person to educate you. Grab a book, go to Google, ask a friend. The information is out there. Stop being lazy. Read. Have a conversation. You have to do the work yourself. It's not going to be spoon fed to you. This ain't school.
And that's as plain as I can make it. And don't put the burden on the person to educate you because ain't nobody got time for that. They doing enough educating on their own. And now they got to sit back and coddle your ass? No. Don't do that. Don't do that. So, yeah. In all things, as I always say, keep it sane, keep it safe, keep it consensual, and keep it sexy. Until next week. Thank you for tuning in to The Central Garden. Once again, I am The Central Seductress, a.k.a. Mistress Alluring. You can find me on Facebook, The Central Seductress, on Instagram, The underscore Central underscore Seductress, on Twitter, The Central Garden, on TikTok, The Central Seductress 69. If you're looking to enhance your play bag and your toy essentials, you can shop at thecentralgarden.com. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, even show suggestions, drop me an email at thecentralgarden at gmail.com. And it's spelled S-Y-N-S-U-A-L. Check out my Patreon page. Sign up for one of my tiers. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Until next time, keep it safe, keep it sane, and keep it consensual.